to introduce myself. My name is Diesel. Maybe some of you remember me. But I want to thank Talk CDL for allowing me to come on here and share one of my stories here and there. Maybe get to know some of y'all and y'all get to know me. So let's get right to it. I was pulling out of Dallas on Highway 35, heading to Houston to pick up my second load. My second load was going to be heading on over to the great state of New Jersey, everybody's favorite place to head to. I'm sure y'all agree with that. On my way to Houston, I seen a little thumb sticking out on Highway 35 southbound. What was that up ahead? That looked like a hitchhiker. Yeah, by golly, it is a hitchhiker. Wow. So, what do we got now? It looks like a little filly. A little female looking to get a ride on down there to Houston, perhaps. Maybe, maybe just wanting to get out of town where she was coming from. But you know what? I was going to stop because it looked like rain up ahead. And I just wasn't going to let that little gal walking all alone so i stopped and i pulled them brakes on and i said get up on there now you got yourself a free ride old diesel take you down to houston and then i'm heading to the great state of new jersey where every trucker loves to go I'm sure you all agree with that she jumped in and sat down and said howdy and i said howdy well we got to talking as we were driving and old izzy that was her name. She said Izzy. I didn't believe her. I think it was more like Jennifer, Debbie, Susie. But she said her name was Izzy. And so I just called her Izzy. And I just started talking as we were traveling, as two people would do. Izzy was half my age. She was she was about, I'd say, 26 years old. I was At that time, I was about 56, 57 years of age. So she was like a daughter to me. I, just couldn't see one of my own daughters hitchhiking like that on the road, so I picked her up. And I picked her up knowing I was breaking the rules. The company had a policy, of course. You had to have a authorization to have someone in your truck. But again, I didn't want to pick between the lines of the rules versus the right thing to do at the time, so I picked the right thing to do. I thought, you know, to leave someone out there just about to be dark, storm was coming in. I know also she could have been arrested because I don't believe you're allowed to hitchhike on the interstate, but she had just gotten on there right at one of the get-on ramps, and I, I did my thing, I picked her up. So anyways, here we are, we're driving down the road, and as he turns to me and she says, how long you been driving a tractor trailer? And you know, I really, really appreciate it. A young girl that really had not a lot to do with the trucking industry. Really just having a good, clean conversation about what I do. And I tell you what, I love to talk. So I sat with her and I told her, you know, I've been driving since I was a little kid. Most people won't believe that. Old Diesel learned how to drive when I was just a little kid on the farm, driving the trucks. You know, you didn't really need to have a license while you were on the uh, farm for the simple reason you were exempt and so I learned how to shift gears when I was literally about seven eight years of age sitting on my daddy's lap I learned how to shift a stick a two stick I'm telling you I learned them all well 
Anyway, so we sat and we talked, and I explained to her, you know, basically my life as a truck driver, and how my family was back home, and how I'd been on the road for, at that time, on the road for over 30 years, going up and down America's highways, some daylight, some nighttime runs, some good weather, some bad weather. Sometimes I get home in a week, sometimes a month. It just depended on where the load went. And back then, we got the job done. That was the name of the game. That was what we were taught. We were taught, get in there and get the job done. And yeah, it was a little tougher back then. The brakes on the trucks back in the day were spring brake and not air brake. You had to stand on Steering wasn't the greatest and everybody was in a cab over. You know, that was nicknamed the old Widowmaker. You were first on the scene in an accident when you were in a cab over. But I gotta tell you, I really miss them cab overs. You could never get a view like you did in a cab over. Ask old Diesel, I'll tell you. Cab over was the best view. You were higher up it seemed. You had much more of an open view. The ride and trucking was totally a different picture. A different scene as it would. Yeah, it's nice to have a big old 379 Pete with a 500 foot hood out in front of you, making you feel like Big Daddy from Cincinnati. But guess what? I'll tell you, them cabovers made you feel like something different. Like there was some kind of a, a magic in the air when you climbed up in that truck. And I'm sure all them old timers that have driven them cab overs, I'm sure they can testify to the same exact feeling that I have when I look back at them cab overs. I remember being in one as a little kid, and then I remember driving one for many, many years. It was such a cool thing. Getting under the hood was a little different, though. You had to jack the whole truck up just to get under there to do a little bit of work. But that's another story. Diesel's got a million of them. But anyway, so there we were, Izzy and I, on our way to Houston. Just like a dad and a daughter sharing a few words, sharing a few moments. Izzy at the time told me she was from the great state of Oregon. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Oh, Izzy, she might be one of them Antifas, or Antifas, or whatever they call them, Antifises. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if she was an Antifa. She didn't seem like much of a troublemaker, old Izzy. She just said she was from Oregon. She seemed like a country girl, kind of like a hippie. You know, free will, free spirit, just walking America's highways. She left home when she was a young girl. I guess there were some family problems back home. She started to tell me about her life. Her life was not near as pretty as mine. My life was a life of hard work. Work, work, work. Send the money home, come home to see the kids, see my wife take her out. I love my wife. I love my kids. Always have and still do. Had a good life even though it was a hard working life. Even though I busted my behind to get where I'm at. Praise God for all of that, as Troy would say. But I gotta tell you, truthfully, when I look at Izzy's life, it was a tougher life than mine. Izzy had gone through a lot of troubles. According to Izzy, Izzy was abused. Physically, Mentally, you know the old story, mama was an alcoholic, daddy wasn't around, this was it. This was the typical story of a young American girl that was passed around from stepdaddy to stepdaddy, boyfriend to boyfriend, and she just wasn't going to take it anymore. She was a tough girl. You could see it in her eyes and you could hear it in her voice. She didn't brag, 
she sure didn't whine about it. Took her a little bit of time to open up and let me know what her life had been like. And I gotta tell you, I look back at all the sweat and blood and all the long hours and getting up in the middle of the night when I hauled a reefer delivering at 2 o'clock in the morning, unloading my own trucks, doing all the produce and everything that I've done in the last 30 years. And I got lots of pains to prove it. But I tell you what, I wouldn't trade my life with Izzy. Not in a fit. Not in a second. That poor young girl, she really, really, really was broken. Nobody, nobody gets on a highway and walks and travels around the country unless there's something wrong. And you can tell Izzy's heart was hard. You could tell Izzy was very, very protected by that wall she had built up around her in her whole life. And Izzy wasn't going to get hurt by anybody no more. Not again, never again was Izzy going to be hurt. At least that was what I gathered from that conversation that day. Well, so anyways, we come into Houston and we pulled into the the pilot there and uh, we went in and I bought Izzy dinner, bought her a, a sub, I think, at Subway at the time. And old Izzy at first got out after the dinner, grabbed her bag, and said, I thank you. I really appreciate the conversation and the ride. Thank you so much. You're the first man that has picked me up and hasn't really tried anything. Come on to me. Asked for something in return. Even hinted about it. Didn't compliment me the way I look. Didn't ask me if I want to continue on with you. Didn't ask me if I wanted to go back and take a nap in the sleeper while you drove. You're the first man that was just the person interested in helping another person. I appreciate you doing that. I sure hope you don't get in trouble for doing a good deed. And we said goodbye, and we shook hands. And I'll tell you what, I fueled up that day right there, and guess what? I laid down for about an hour, and I got back out there on the interstate there, and who's right there on the ramp under the bridge? Yeah, you guessed it. Old Izzy. So you know what I did. I pulled over and I said, Izzy, are you stuck here tonight? Are you still moving on? What are you doing? Because I'm heading to New Jersey. That's the state that every truck driver wants to be at. You know what I mean? She said, no, I got nowhere to go. I said, you're more than welcome to travel. That's up to you, Izzy. You already know what I'm all about. I'll give you a ride if you need one. Well... I didn't even get one out, and Izzy was already climbing in my truck. Got in there, and you know what? It was such a nice, pleasant ride. Well, that night, I called into my company, and I told them what I'd done. And to my surprise, my manager came on the phone after my dispatcher had told him. And he said, I understand. And he said, you know the rules. He said, but I know you, Diesel. I know you wouldn't have done something like that unless it was for a very, very good cause. So, when you get to the next truck stop, get me the fax number. There'll be an authorization pass for you and for Izzy, and you let me know. Well, it wasn't enough that I told my dispatcher. I knew there was one other person, one other, that I just couldn't not tell. So I called up my beautiful wife, and I told her, and her reaction was even better than my dispatcher and my managers. 
She knew right away there'd be no temptation there in front of me. She knew right away that I wouldn't have did it unless it was for a good cause. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Johnny. For all the good people. All the good people that I've come across in trucking. I know that there's a lot of whining and crying in the industry. I know that there's a lot of hatred and there's a lot of complaining and there's a lot of putting each other down out there. But I choose to look for the good people. I choose to look for the ones that I can say, I found a good one today. He's a good one. Thank you for that goodness. I want to thank every one of you out there that I've come across, that old Diesel has come across in the day. I want to thank you for being my friend. I want to thank you for meals we shared, conversations we've had at the TA, at the pilot, at the BP, at some of them old truck stops we've met up. I met so many of you. I want to thank every single one of you for the kind and warm exchanges that we had that were innocent, friendly. I want to thank you for that. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of you out there. There's a lot of you out there that are very, very good. And I want to thank you. I want to thank every single one of you that have helped me over the years. There's been times where I was broke down and a brother stopped to help me. I want to thank all the female drivers out there that have been involved in conversation. I want to thank everybody that I've met at all the truck stops, whether you're working there. And I also want to thank every good dispatcher that I've worked with. And I hope in my days to come, I meet more of you because that's what I choose to reflect on. That's what I choose to look back at and remember because I like to remember my smiles and not my complaints. Well, I want to thank also the Lord in heaven for blessing me with the ability to be able to see the good in people and not just the bad. Thank you, everybody, and thank you, TalkCDL, for allowing me to share my first story here. Good night. Hey, truck drivers. I want to talk to you real quick about an invention that was invented by a trucker for truckers. It's a tool called Magnus Stop. Basically, if you want to slide your axles hassle-free without needing any help, it's a little four by five inch tool. It utilizes a pin and a magnet. Crazy simple. I'm surprised nobody ever invented it before. Anyways, you merely stop, get out, pull your pin, put your Magnus Stop device in the hole right beside the hole you want it to stop at. Then you either pull forward or you back up. Magnus Stop stops you exactly where you need to be stopped every single time. It's durable. It's very affordable. It's $49.95. If you mention Talk CDL online in the promo code, you get $10 off. So it's now only $39.95 for Talk CDL viewers, which is an awesome, awesome deal. Magnus Stop is the tool you need today, and you can get it at magnastop.online that's m-a-g-n-a-s-t-o-p dot online check it out and let us know here at talk cdl how that product is working out for you thank you oh and it's also free shipping and handling it doesn't get any better than that thank you very much attention all truckers if you're looking for a new job call nci at 844-311-7076 They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and most important, a great steady income week after week after week. 
because they are owned by their own product. Call NCI today at 844-311-7076.